Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special episode of the Dodgeball Podcast. In this series, I'm interviewing board member candidates, and with me in this segment is Dylan. Dylan, how you doing? I'm doing great tonight. How are you doing? Not too bad. Um, so it's fr- It's not Friday. It's Thursday, October 6th. Hopefully, I'll get this out on Friday the 7th. Um, so obviously, this is post-Town Hall. So for those that I was not able to get to prior to Town Hall, Still offering um, you guys, you know, a chance to either expand on some of the questions or some of the statements that you didn't get a chance to, or um, pick from the pool of questions that I received and address those. And so, um, I'm looking at the questions that you picked, and we'll just start um, from the first one, and that is, uh, you know, what is your elevator pitch to describe USA Dodgeball, its mission, and what makes it unique to other sports? Yeah, so USA Dodgeball is the organization that oversees dodgeball in the USA. Um, It kind of filters and funnels anyone looking for a league or to get involved with the sport um, in the USA. Uh, Dodgeball is an amazing sport. Everyone Everyone that wants to compete is welcome to compete and encouraged to compete. People of all body shapes and sizes can excel at because there's so many different um positions you could play in the sport and yeah it's just a just a great sport to play and get involved with and a wonderful community to plug into awesome and as i mentioned um some of these questions you you had uh, chosen yourself so there are some that i didn't really uh, ask other candidates which kind of makes this more interesting one that has been kind of, um, I want to say, neglected or overlooked was the one by Eric Tillman, and he had asked something along the lines of, do you have any answers for making dodgeball easier to broadcast for a casual fan? Yeah, so um, I'm actually pretty passionate about broadcasting dodgeball. Um, when I was in college, I'm dating myself here, I believe I started um, live streaming our games, or at least taping our games in 2011, 12, around there. And it's really just um, to, you know, have that uh, saved data, saved gameplay, so our team could watch it, go back and watch it, and, you know, or people in different states could watch it while it's happening. It's really awesome, and it helps, you know, build hype for the game and, like, keeps everyone interested throughout the year about how other teams are doing and such. Um, But yeah, it's a really hard game to do well, to video well, to get every play and every, you know, every detail of the sport. Um, What I've found is the the best angle. I mean, well, really, um, uh, 2019 Nationals at Grand Valley for college NCDA was just the best film I've ever seen done of a dodgeball game. Dodgeball tournament, that is. Uh, they, they had five uh, cameras going at once on the court and nine people total running the stream. Um, it was done by Mad City out of Chicago. I think they might be based in Grand Rapids now. Um, but yeah, that was that was great. They had a, a far angle that could see the pretty much the whole court it would just be a, sm- a small amount of panning and then they had 
on the court camera from each from uh, looking towards the attacking team from the uh, defending team's baseline on each side and then on two cameras in the center looking towards the defending team from the attacking viewpoint and they would you know switch between those when um, applicable but that's kind of a the best case scenario i'd say um as a single camera operator center court is usually a great option to start with center court with a with a preferably a commenter commentator uh panning the camera um we have really good um apps that are coming up um we use score cam often in the college world where it shows the team name logo time left in the game and score so you know everyone loves to put in the comments hey what's the score how much time is left if that's there then the audience is more you know educated about what's going on in the game and it's just a better uh, overall viewing experience nice what was a uh, just personally curious what was the name of that app again score app uh score cam score yep. cam nice it's it's a it's a currently only a iOS app, which I don't have an Apple device, but um, many people do. So that's usually what we have been using. There's a couple other things that are like based off of the same ish name, like Sport, Sport Cam, or not sure. There's there's several out there. Gotcha. But it puts the overlay onto the screens uh, during the game. Um, so you have it both while you're watching and then you don't, there's no post-processing after the game, putting the scoreboard up and no. That's really cool. Um, yeah, I appreciate you taking that, that question. It's, it's definitely a unique perspective, but something that anyone that's played dodgeball for more than a couple of years, especially in the competitive scene, we all want to see dodgeball, you know, per- portrayed in the highest possible way. Um, one thing I've always credited the NCDA is with your is your presentation. Like even the the promotional materials that are coming out now on the social media have, have been awesome. So to maybe see USA Dodgeball games or Premier games come out in that in that fat, in that light um, would be great. So um, but we can definitely dig into that a little bit more. Um, just want to kind of go through some more of the questions that you had asked and that was or you um, had wanted to to field. And this next one um, it's a two part question. And that's why are you the best person for the executive board position and what makes you qualified to represent the organization USA dodgeball as an executive board member? Well, that's a a great question. Um, I've been playing dodgeball since 2009. Well, before that I played in some random rec leagues, but competitively since 2009 when I started college. Um, So, I've been around the block a few times here. I've played in all different levels. Well, not all of them. I haven't played in the national scene or the international scene, but I've played on college, local, small leagues, um, and obviously Premier Tour and Elite, and won national championships. And I've just seen a lot of stuff in the game. And I know I'm kind of a uh history buff when it comes to the dodgeball world so i know like 
everything has ever happened basically and um that's super useful one to know about the history when you want to build for the future um i really love the game of dodgeball i fell in love with it when i was a teenager just playing in gym class and then played in a uh, local church tournament and won that and i just love how it's um it's such a you versus the other guy mentality but also it's very much a team aspect of the sport like it could be uh, every the whole team's relying on me and the last guy and like i need to make something happen here um i um i started out going to college as a um pre-med student looking to be a doctor and then I job shadowed a couple of doctors and I was like, man, they do everything. They do the same thing every 15 minutes. I don't know if I want to do that with my life. And I was involved with the administration side of um, club sports at Grand Valley and obviously my own team. And so then I got inspired to um, get a master's degree in public administration. So. I have a master's degree in basically running nonprofit organizations. And obviously that's very applicable to the USA Dodgeball being on the board. Um, I've been on uh, four different nonprofit boards already. Um, Some as small as my um, homeowners association board and the I'm on the, the local hockey board in my town here. And I'm, I have two young kids, so um, I'm the primary caregiver. So I'm part-time employed and I'm home a lot. But, so I'll have a lot of time here coming up in the winter where we're just kind of playing at home and could get some stuff done on the computer, calling other anyone that needs to be called and making stuff happen for the uh, USA Dodgeball. Awesome. Um, Which things in your platform are your highest priorities? Um, My highest priority is to probably increase the membership involvement with administration of the, of the, um, league of the of USA Dodgeball. I feel like there's tons of people that would love to get involved with helping out um, in any way possible. And I feel like building a a location or some kind of structure that people can plug into and they can actively see needs that need to be filled and are encouraged to fill those needs i think that is basically key to us becoming bigger increasing our membership increasing ownership to usa dodgeball by you know empowering people to um helping make everything better um i think we need to build resources for new people and people trying to start leagues. So how to videos, how to 
um, that could go as far as like skills for playing dodgeball, how to throw a ball, how to catch a ball, how to, you know, have strategy during the game. But more importantly, how to start a league in your own area, how to um, uh, retain people that you that you have in your league. Things like this is so important for the expansion of our of our organization and um, the dodgeball overall. Nice. So going back to um, creating a structure in which volunteers can like see what the needs of the organization is and plug in. Is it kind of like, hey, I see I'm really good at I don't know accounting, so I see dodgeball. USA Dodgeball needs accounting help or an accountant that's kind of like what you're what you're thinking yes yeah so if if you have great accounting skills then you know we come to us if you want to offer your offer your talents to us if you're good at making videos if you're good at making graphics if you're if you enjoy writing articles like there's been almost no media besides you really that have been put on about tournaments or tournament results. Um, writing an article about a tournament takes a couple hours and I'm sure people love to talk about what just happened. Like people get excited about tournaments, excited about post tournaments. Um, just any, anything like that, that we could, know get people involved with be helpful for our sport for sure yeah i mean i remember the the dodgeball tribune was was huge people love that thing for better or for worse and it, right it definitely right. got yeah. us talking about I dodgeball mean, that's that's exactly right yep um what uh what is something that you've, you have worked on personally that has benefited the greater dodgeball community so you'd mentioned you know you at a very uh, about 10 years ago, you started uh, broadcasting uh, your NCDA games. Um, what, what else have you done, or would you like to focus on that more in terms of the greater community? Um, I can touch on that a little bit. I, I mean, um, that's definitely um, beneficial, obviously. Um, and I, I see it happening more, more, more and more every year. People are seeing other people, other teams um, broadcast their games and it just kind of builds on itself like oh if they can do it and why can't I do it it's not it's not hard to do but it's just an extra extra thing that people have to do to worry about on game day so it's nice to have a bunch of people seeing each other doing it and, and it just builds on itself um, other things that I've done are um, obviously I've been on the NCDA board for um, eight years now, and that's uh, I can't even play in the NCDA, so that's basically all benefiting kids and students, um, which is like, in my opinion, the easiest access that we have so far as a dodgeball community to new people. Um, it's just a, a place where kids, they go to school and they're looking for something to do and they learn about dodgeball. They say, 
oh well, that I played that before. That's fun. Like this is this is the such a good place for grabbing people and getting them involved and interested in the sport. So that that's my main um, reason for sticking with NGDA so long. It's just such a good resource for introducing people into the sport. And once they've been introduced, right, we have all these college kids and that graduate and move on. Um, we have had a terrible time retaining them and transitioning them over to um, the after college dodgeball scene. So uh, a year ago, I guess it was almost two years ago now, um, a group of us from the north had started developing a different style of dodgeball that kind of um, blends or acts as a bridgeway between the college uh, style of play to the um, six for six style of play that um, that USA dodgeball plays. And so that was, I think that's going to be a huge um, thing that helps college students become more involved with dodgeball post, post their collegiate life. Um, we worked on rule set that involves a bigger game, more similar to what they play in college. And we added, I think, two or three teams this year just by introducing that style of play and making it part of the premier tour for the pinch division. So I think we're going to see uh, an explosion of teams coming over and carrying over their dodgeball career from college after that. That'd be awesome because I know that um, a lot of people look to the NCAA and like, why isn't this a, a huge feeder system into, at the time, Elite, now Premier? And there's obviously a lot more uh, complexity behind that. But um, yeah, it's it's a great source. I mean, there's I think Kevin said there's like 800 NCDA members currently, or something crazy like um, that. Last year there is 635. 635, gotcha. Yeah, that's no, that's a it's a huge pool. Yeah. So one of the things I wanted to highlight because a lot of the questions I received focus on like growth and um, you know can't help but take advantage of this opportunity to ask you to elaborate more on, you know, what your statement is, where you recently collaborated with women in the NCDA to create your first women's league rule set, um, you know, in the hopes of growing, um, that in the North. Um, do you want to talk about that a little bit more? Yeah, we're, we're super excited to be, uh, creating a women's division in the NCDA. Um, historically we've just run, uh, male and female, uh, students together in the, We've never even had another division. We just called it NCDA. Um, but uh, we have had difficulty retaining uh, women to play the sport. Um, that comes with the territory. We're playing 8.5 pinch dodgeball with players that are our highest speed clock we've ever had is 81 miles an hour, which is just terrifying. Um so we created a board position specifically for a woman 
Um, Re Rebecca Nguyen is the current chair of that position. Um, she's done a great job with ideas and promotion of women throughout the sport. And she was the, the main proponent of creating a woman specific league. And it's, we've gotten good feedback from it. We had a, a, a group of women who were returning players and they have been a great uh, resource for us to get this off the ground. Um, we've already seen our female membership increase by almost double. And that's because they, they come and they've been, they're being told there's a woman specific league. These are the balls we play with. We play with seven inch snow sting balls. Um, and it's a blast. So yeah, I was, I am the um, director of officiating for the, for the NCDA. So I worked with um, Catherine Mays and Rebecca to formulate a rule set that is um, more advantageous to females and um, welcoming to new players, especially as we are basically working from scratch with the female population and we've we've gotten great feedback from it we had our first uh first tournament uh last weekend actually and the ladies there had a blast so yeah i'm really excited about that expanding and building on what we have done so far uh hopefully we will build it uh big enough that the females will be able to start their own clubs and have their own practice space as currently they're working with all the males in their practice space so it would be awesome to see them get their own space and be able to play their own game together there awesome and then obviously see them develop that same passion want to compete want to hopefully branch out into post ncda um once, once they're done with college. So awesome. Yep. That's the plan. Very cool. Um, next question is, um, if you do not get elected, how will you continue to support the dodgeball community? Yeah. So, um, obviously it's decent chance that I don't get elected. Um, I'm not going to change what I've been doing. I'm going to stay on the MCDA board and do my work there to, help expand dodgeball to to uh, students and um, Felix in the north region was the primary uh, tournament runner and he um, wants to step back a little bit next season so I'm sure I'll be stepping in to help fill his ginormous shoes that he uh, is going to be leaving behind um, yeah I'm, I, I've uh, I've lost a lot of elections in my time and I'm not um, scared about losing. I'm not going to be, I don't have a giant ego or anything, so I'm not going to let it get me down at all. Awesome. And that can be better and be like, F this, I'm done. No, definitely not. For sure. Uh, so this question, I, I haven't really asked anybody, um, but this is one of the ones that you kept and um, it's a good opportunity just to see where your thoughts are. 
but do you support vaccine requirements for um, USA dodgeball events? Um, yeah, so I left this on because I feel like it's something that needs to be discussed. I mean, it's a part of the reality of the world now. Um, and uh, I, I really did get behind the uh, vaccine requirement at uh, the start of the premier tour this year, uh, back in March. I think there was a big spike in COVID and that's when we were having our first tournament start. Um, but we've been seeing numbers drop all summer and I think it's, it's, uh, it's the requirement for the vaccine is, has held on a little bit too long maybe than um, should be. Uh, and I say that as someone who has, has uh, both vaccines and been boosted. So I, I am a supporter of the vaccine, but I don't think that pushing the requirement onto its members is necessary at this point. People have had uh, two years now to get the vaccine. And if they haven't by now, then they're not going to. And I don't think we need to be pushing that on our member base and making it an issue. I mean, there's there's uh, plenty of other vaccines that we don't require people to have. So at this point, it seems like something that we just don't need to be involved in as an organization. So the next question um, that you have that I've not asked others is, is five ball types too many for one event, even if it is nationals? Yeah, so this is kind of a tough question because I think the answer is both yes and no. So um, dodgeball is very unique in this aspect that there's so many different formats that people play and people play all over the world. And, um, you know, as I already said earlier, the mission of dodgeball or of the USA dodgeball is, um, increasing, you know, our player base and being supportive for, for all people within the sport. So on one hand, yes, I, I think that everything should be involved in nationals, but on the other hand, um, I have experienced uh, college dodgeball nationals for uh, 12 years now, and it's honestly the greatest sporting event ever, in my opinion. Um, and that's namely because everyone goes there, they're playing one format, they're playing for one championship, and it's just so intense. And, um, but also like, just like it's it's such a great time i i don't think you've ever experienced it but you should you should come one of these years it's 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 amazing um that being said yeah i think we need to figure that out as an organization uh what what do we want our sport to to look like what do we want to call a national championship do we do we split up into two different national championships? Do we split up into four different national championships? Um, does USA Dodgeball even run those? So they does it split off into a different 
has several different organizations that run each ball type. Um, these are all definitely uh, conversation pieces that need to be addressed by the new board and um, something I would like to be a part of. Awesome. Yeah, I'm just thinking without getting into too much of a tangent, I mean, I don't know if there's like a one softball national championship out there. Um, obviously there's probably tons of organizations and that probably goes with some of the other, um, you know, non-professional sports like NFL, NBA, World, uh, World Series, et cetera, et cetera. So mm -hmm. it's definitely a good point because it's, when we're, if we want to go back to that question of how do we make this more spectator friendly, it's like, oh yeah, this is the 8.5 championship team, but not the no, not the pinch, but also the nose thing and, and the foam. And I'm, I'm not ragging on it by any means. I mean, I definitely mm -hmm. love the event and being able to partake in multiple balls, but it's, it's really hard to follow because the rule sets change, the dynamics change. Um, just depends on what you're looking at, but, uh, I appreciate the opportunity to actually ask somebody about that. Cause I was definitely curious when it, when it came up in the, uh, in the surveys yeah i think it's it's a very um very pertinent uh question to ask for the future of usa dodgeball the very immediate future of usa dodgeball too sure um on that note of how dodgeball is portrayed you also did want to ask the or address the other question i think this was bill fisher's last question and that was, are you tired of wrench jokes? And if so, what are what out of the box ideas do you have to change at least some of the non-playing public's initial perception of dodgeball? Yeah, so I I am tired of wrench jokes, but also I don't let them bother me because um, any public's knowledge of dodgeball is better than no knowledge of dodgeball, right? Um, Absolutely. Uh, we've there's a lot of schools that are trying to ban the, the game for whatever reason. And um, at least we have the movie for people to, to be able to uh, connect with. Um, I think it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a long haul to really remove that perception out of the community. Um, I think the, the keys are that, we need to make the sport more uh, legitimate. Uh, we have to make our our videos look professional. Make our teams look professional. Our team name, team names. I I enjoy reading team names, but that are goofy. But really, if we want that stigma to go away, we need to we need to change our team names to. to real team names like so we made that push um it was actually uh uh glenn was the one that made that push in the north that um we want to be taken serious we need to take ourselves serious and we had all of our teams change their names to actual team names grand rapids dynasty uh chicago task force we we took ownership for you know be being taken more seriously and I think that's the main step that we need to take as an organization is take ourselves more seriously. If we want to be taken seriously, seriously, we need to take ourselves more seriously. I could not agree more with that. It's, um, this might be the old man of me speaking, but it's really disappointing when you see team names like 
Stromboli, Spicoli or whatever. And you're like, all right, I get it. We're here to have fun. But if, if we want to look professional, you know, we have to have professional teams. Everybody's got to look the same, have similar jerseys. Um, so I'm all on board with that. And, um, like task force unicorn changing to just task force. Like that was, that was perfect. I feel like they still got to keep a lot of their, their, um, their brand originality, but also in favor of, you know, you never know who's watching. So we're not going to get that sponsorship from a major sports brand. If they, if they see a bunch of jokers out there, um, and I do like your answer too about the wrench jokes because I used to be very tired of those, but I see people are just trying to connect with you and it's, it's yep. no longer, I don't see it as a slide. It's like, oh yeah, this person's referencing something that's almost 20 years old. That's, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it is kind of like the movie actually, but here are the differences, et cetera, et cetera. So, yep. all right, well, at the risk of going more into the weeds, um, it's pretty much all the questions I had. Um, so let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, what, uh, are there any final thoughts or, or statements that you want to close with? Um, n- not much besides thank you, you for doing this. I, I know you've been grinding hard for the last week and you're probably exhausted. So it's, it's really great for you to be this resource for the community and, um, get this out for people to see and just, uh, thank you again. I appreciate that, man. It's, uh, I'm about as passionate as dodgeball as, as you are and anything I can do to help out, um, especially if it helps shape the future in any way and gives people more time to talk through their platform and um, kind of express where they're coming from, that it, it's totally worth it. So appreciate your time and uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and end it here.